The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Doge, and laughs like the road that you podcast on. You're one day here and the next day gone. <laughs> I'm Jordan, but I'm actually Gary Lavox. The, Gary real, Lavox. the real name of the guy who sings for Rascal Flats. Don't you think if he was a podcaster, his name would be Gary, Gary Lapod, Lapod, though? Yeah. Yeah. Today's secret Gary word like guitar. is He's a guitar player. Lemonade. Gary LaBank Teller. LaBank Teller. Guys, we've got I a lot think of the news. word the word of the day is probably rascal flats. No, it's definitely not. There's too Good. much going on today that the word of the day is pretty obscure. I don't, I don't think you're going to I don't think you're going to say the word of the day. There's too much going on. I'm afraid to talk. 2 weeks ago you forced us into it. That Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was for <laughs> I apologize for that. I apologize for that. No, you uh, don't. We, I did. I just did. I will eventually. We have a jam-packed day, including our results of the Hunky Awards. That's right. It's a two-tones yes. version of the Oscars, which already feels better. We had the Oscars yesterday. A lot of people are saying it's better. Congratulations to all those winners that I'm sure won. Um... <laughs> We've got a lot of I'm news. I'm calling. As I'm well. speaking it into existence. Happy, happy, happy! Congratulations to every award, everything, everywhere, all at once was nominated for. Congratulations, yeah. you swept. Happy congrats to you guys. You swept. Uh, I want to start off our news section by talking about perhaps the biggest news in our podcast's history. Mm. Maybe, yeah. It's certainly up there. It's way up there. It's like and, this and Melissa Joan Hart stealing our idea. Those are the two biggest yeah. things that have ever happened. And then Jesse, Jesse Awuji reaching out yeah. to us was a big Oh my deal. gosh, yes. It was yeah. a massive Our podcast deal. is very successful. Doge, I want you <laughs> to be the person to share this. Um, yeah. Because it, it, is, it is one from whom uh, you gain much knowledge and power. It and is so true. Go ahead and share with the world what happened to us just uh, a few days ago. Uh, we we received uh, email correspondence the other day that at first glance, when I first saw this email come through, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> this isn't real. This is somebody who is pulling a goof on us that it can't be possible. Uh, but it is possible. We've emailed back and forth a bit since then, and I can confirm that we have been in contact with the real Nick Reganis. A King Nick. Uh, Believable. Nick is... I mean, does it feel appropriate to say a personal hero of ours? Yes. Yeah, of course. We we read a Nick Regana synopsis probably 
probably 70% of the time. He's a word. Uh, if there's if there's a Nick Reganis synopsis available for the movie we're talking about, we're 100% choosing that every time. And yeah. this is going uh, on what, like five years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not even a time. recent thing. Like it's early on. And the reason he yeah. was so easy to find is A, structurally, we read the synopsis for uh, the movies that we're reviewing every week. And B, Nick is really, I think, inarguably the number one contributor of story uh, plots at least in IMDb. our experience, he's almost done yeah. eight thousand, almost eight thousand. Incredibly prolific, incredibly, incredibly gifted writer. Uh, we had one of our members of our Discord reach out to. They found Nick through Pinterest, uh, and then connected us. Nick reached out to us through email. We've talked back and forth a bit. Um, pleased to report that Nick is the kindest person, as True. well as the best synopsis writer on the internet. Uh, Guys, we're just super excited. I guess if you're in our Discord, you already know about this. We we were talking about this when it happened earlier this week. But for all the rest of you, uh, I think this is the moment where we kind of start to turn our noses up at you. We're a little too famous for you now. <laughs> a little too good for you guys. Regonis. We're a little too yeah. good yeah. for all you guys. We're friends with Nick now. so With the Greek mystique. Sorry. It's not a mystery. Nick's my friend now. Yeah. It's, it's just phenomenal. I think a fun thing that you can do as a listener and as a fan of the podcast, if you are, if you're not, Keep listening. Uh, is you'll change the next we'll time you're there. looking up we'll a, the next there. time you're looking up a movie on IMDb. I'm so confident that there's there's a high chance that you're gonna see Nick's work there on that front page. That just go look. Uh, Everything everywhere Guaranteed. all at once. The number one storyline on there. Uh, when you want to read that, when you scroll down and read that, it's Nick. It says the author right there, Nick Raganis. Unbelievable, and he's on top of his game. That was one of the most. Interesting things about the email correspondence with him is just how much work he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I know he's got another job. Like for sure. But he he commits so much time to giving us those sweet, juicy storylines. And I In think honor, the easy answer is because he's just cool, it seems like. It, it just seem- seems like he's just cool. <laughs> just a good guy. Just a yeah. cool guy. I'm yeah. into it. I will say… Our our like kind of slogan right now is movie musings for mostly everyone. I think a close second would be uh, fresh, witty, and genuinely entertaining because that is something that Nick said about our show in yes. the email. Uh, maybe that'll be a piece of merch. Maybe that would be on our our on our like award season box art re release. Yeah, once we re release into theaters in like <laughs> January to get people excited for us. Yes. And so in honor of uh, Nick reaching out to us, in the second half of this Mini Monday pod, we're going to play some Synops Us. Yes, please. Um, and yeah, the spirit of Nick is with us and it's strong. He knows we exist. Like that is crazy to me. Crazy to me. Um, I want to share a bit of news uh, that I thought was encouraging. I think uh, we're going to talk about the hunkies here in a little bit. And there's a lot of action. There's a lot of set pieces and characters from legitimate action movies that are coming up. Our podcast has been pretty action heavy, um, but there seems to be a touch of a renaissance in the world of just good action movies. Thank goodness. Uh, A testament to that is, I don't know if y'all have heard, have y'all heard of the London Action Festival? No. No. I started to read about this. It's only going to have its second year. So its second year has been confirmed and it's going to be this year, right in the middle of the summer, right in the middle of an action packed summer. And that's when it was last year. Um, and obviously they do that because a lot of summer blockbusters are action heavy. 
Um, but Top Gun Maverick has been a huge part of bringing action back to the screen. But let me read just a little bit of, about what you could expect from an action festival in London. Um, one of the biggest names there is McTiernan, John McTiernan. There's an enhanced screening experience of Die Hard with John McTiernan. This is what happened Whoa. last year. Then you get to, you watch, it was Jurassic World Dominion was also showing, but there's a VFX eh. panel with Colin okay, Trevorrow. that's cool. That's really oh, cool. cool. Yeah. That's cool. And so there was, um, you get to sit down with some stunt coordinators, uh, director Damian Walters. There's a screening of Predator and Con Air, followed by panels with Dick McTiernan and Simon Amazing. West. One of the most popular events at the festival was Friday Night Showdown, a variety show featuring McTiernan, Hardy, and Edgar Wright with live music from James Bond composer David Arnold. Okay. What? So, what? Yeah, it is. They're this doing so like sick. a festival around this. And McTiernan was quoted saying, and this is the reason that I even dove deeper into this variety article. He said, art, in quotes, art movies are often just plays. Action movies are movies. Um, I love that Ooh. quote. How do y'all feel about that? I want to ask you. Ooh. We, we talk about this a lot in some movies. It's like, we loved it because it kind of felt like a one act. <laughs> it yeah. did Play, feel yeah. playish. Ooh. And is that even a slight to a good artsy movie? It sounds like it was trying to be. It doesn't hurt my feelings, though. I think, no. yes. I mean, it's I think I agree. It's trying to be. <laughs> they are slotted completely differently yeah. in my head. Um, like, I would... I don't know. It's kind of the same way I feel about music, right? Like, I, I am going to listen to Carly Rae Jepsen for a completely different reason than I'm going to listen to, like, Lake Street Dive or... <laughs> Something like they're they're, yeah. they're scratching two different itches, meeting two different needs. They're both music, and I enjoy them both, but sort of for different reasons. And that's that's how I feel about this conversation. Is like I love the Banshees of Inisherin for a completely different reason than I like John Wick too. But I do like both of them. Yeah, yeah. sure, um, yeah, sure. But yeah, I, mean, I think obviously what he's getting rules. <laughs> I think what he's getting at is how I don't know. Because I agree with him. I think that the the like art movies definitely are always plays. I don't know that I would say that action movie is what a movie is. You know what I mean? But there is that difference of like, it does feel weird to think of sitting down with a big old bucket of popcorn and a giant Coke to watch Marriage Story, right? right. That feels yeah. like, a, it's like a Jurassic Park snack. That's not a Marriage Story snack. Definitely not you know a Marriage I mean? Story snack. Yeah. 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 So there's some, you're drinking something bitter on that one. Right. Um, there is, so... There's rumors around and semi-confirmations as to who's going to be involved with the Action Festival for its second year. But it's very likely going to be built around movies that are being released during this summer, meaning Fast, e Fast X, uh, Kandahar, Transformers Rise of the Beast, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, yeah. and Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So just... How do we get invited to this? Yeah. I think it, it just feels Nick? like it's going to have an hey, overall Nick? fun... <laughs> Can you help thing. us? <laughs> Nick surely must know. <laughs> He's much closer to London than we are. That's for sure. Yeah. But I just thought that was really cool. And I'm looking forward to that. And it feels like, too, with them talking about Kandahar, I believe Kandahar is another movie uh, similar to the vein of RRR. So oh, fine. Fine. Give it oh, to me. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. 
uh, CIA operative and his translator flee from special forces in Afghanistan after exposing a covert mission. It's Gerard Oops. Butler. I'm going to be honest. Gerard oh. Butler's kind of a red flag for me in a movie that yeah, it's not yeah, going to yeah, be yeah, super yeah, great. Yeah. So, Wait, Actually, I feel like that couldn't be less like RRR. Because yeah. it's got Gerard Butler. Gerard Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Yeah, that was. Oh my gosh. And obviously, I thought about that because we're in the midst of John Wick, which I watched John Wick 2 24 hours after we recorded John Wick. And then I went back and watched some more of it again just to make sure I had my memory fresh. Uh, we're going to have a heavy back half of this podcast. So let's go to emotional. ads. Let's go to ads. <laughs> Before we play Synopsis in honor of our good friend Nick Reganis, I do here have the results of the Hunky Awards, our first ever Hunkies. And I feel like uh, I feel good about our seven categories. You know, yeah. it's not okay. too little, it's not too much. Um, and I just feel like. It was fun. It felt like it was fun for people. There was a handful of... So the way that the Hunkies began is the three of us came uh, with recommendations uh, in terms of what to add to the bill for the Hunkies. And there was a lot of our voting that was very close. Uh, there was a handful that was kind of a runaway, but that's good too. I think that can happen sometimes in the Oscars. Yeah. I mean, we saw that last night in the Oscars. So there was a few things that we were like, duh. <laughs> you know, that was obvious. Yeah. Uh, we start with our first to announce the winner here for the I Want to Touch It Award. This was our inanimate object that just stood out to us. We feel like inanimate objects, objects without souls, were just like not getting enough credit in the movies. We mm. needed to talk more about yeah. this. Our winner for this was the Puzzle Invitation from Glass Onion. Yeah. A Knives Out That's mystery. an incredibly, an incredibly you, cool prop. Yeah, we see it from the jump, from the very beginning of that movie. How can you not want to play with that? And right. it was a continued theme throughout. We saw some some of these invitations really took a beating. And so I'm glad that they're honored in this way with this award. Number two ended up being the final burger from the menu. Yeah. Which I know personally Chelsea had voted on. Yeah. It's just because we always like, it. I want to eat yep. it. Yeah, that's probably even a different. It would have run away with I a made, completely different. Uh, I made burgers the other day because I've been like, I've been thinking about that burger since we saw the menu last fall. <laughs> uh, and so I did my own little mustard grilled in and out style burgers here at home. Mm. Let me tell you, it was, it was delicious. And I decided actually not to kill everybody after I ate it. So it was just like that burger. See, that's I sort of think that's where a lot of the best it. flavor comes from is the not killing. The killing people at the end? The not the killing marshmallow. people. The oh, yeah. It's the choice to abstain from violence that causes the sure. meat to be tender and delicious. Because if you marshmallow all of your enemies, it's not going to taste as good. They're going to get their particles in the smoke in the air, and it's going to ruin the umami profile of your burger. Wow. You're the real deal, man. It's the fastest I've ever gotten bored, which is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Our winner for the I'm Watching You. This could have been called Bone and Wing, but it wasn't. Doge, Thank Doge God. Held back. Thank God for that. I'm kind of sad. Bone and Wing found its place, though, in, uh, in Two Chunks Canon. So that's true. It found its place over there in box office ball. One of our conferences is called the Bone In Conference. And everybody's thrilled about that. Everybody's thrilled about it. I'm watching you, which is the someone who's on the come up, right? Either they've had some some sort of renaissance, they're on their way back. E Ethan Hawke was in this. 
category, but then we had a lot of youngsters. We had a lot of people that maybe we were being exposed to in a big way for the first time. And uh, Joey Quinn, Joseph Quinn is our winner. And it was by a long shot. Yeah, buddy. Um, he also feels a little bit like the spirit of two chunks in a way. So I was not surprised. Handsome and Joey kind. Quinn. Yeah, very Pretty handsome, rock and roll. Kind. Parents think that he's satanic. Yeah. Pa- probably does drugs. But he, yeah, probably. I'm was really excited to see him win. And then our favorite character. This was our favorite character in TV or film. This was really close. But interesting. There's two categories, just right? There's a favorite TV There's and a favorite TV movie. And a yeah. favorite movie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Favorite in film. Favorite in film. Favorite in film. Uh, our winner here, Waymond. As From everything, he should be. Waymond Wang, obviously. All at once. Obviously. Very close. Yeah, sure. I would love I to see that. those two in a room together, if I'm being honest. Our favorite TV <laughs> character was another runaway. Joseph Quinn is just um, the darling of the first hunkies ever because yeah. Eddie Munson was voted by a long shot as the favorite television character Joseph of the year. Quinn himself taking home two of our beautiful golden statues tonight. I'm, I'm so still excited. I'm I'm still going to stand in the category there of uh, Kim Wexler got robbed, but that's okay. Yeah, that's bound to happen. Continuing Seahorn's trend of getting robbed. Yeah, no kidding. Got to have some controversy. No kidding. Our welcome have to y'all the family seen the winner. video of uh, Key uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis just making each other yeah. cry in that interview? Yeah. No. It is so good. They're it's on really a podcast sweet. talking about filming the movie, and they're just both making each other cry because of how much they love each other. And it's I mean, beautiful. it felt like this cast, you know, led by the Daniels, we're just yeah. in love with each other. Like it was just yeah, such a that's what it sounds like, dude. Wonderful experience. There's that other clip of of him presenting. I think it's maybe giving an acceptance speech. I think it might be at the SAG Awards. Mm. Uh, but he's basically giving most of his speech directly to Steven Spielberg, who was there because he was getting no he was nominated way. for the Fablemans. And he was just like the first half of his speech was like, Steven, you took a chance on me when I was a kid and I loved it. It changed my life. I thought I was done. And then he turns and he's like, the Daniels, you took a chance on me as an adult and brought me back and let me do it again. And like just the whole speech is directly to those two people or three people, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. He seems like the sweetest guy in the world. How do yeah. you how do you reach out to somebody and just be like, yeah, I, you, I don't want to make it weird, just want to hug you. So whenever you can meet yeah. up, whenever you can <laughs> yeah. meet up to just let me give you a quick hug and then we can part ways. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he's key he, he isn't even being repetitive like with his awards because sometimes when people win over and over you kind of get the and you almost feel like they're saving the heat for the oscars but everything that he's done has been super emotional because he found out he was the very first like asian actor to win i think that was the sag uh this other one i'm not sure what it was but he's won everything that's why it's hard for us because it's it's all mixed up in our minds good for he should yeah yeah i mean he's not he's not losing uh our welcome to the family award this is one of the ones that I was most excited about when we were putting our heads together to come up with some of these categories. Welcome to the Family simply means who did we watch this year that we feel like should be in the Fast and Furious franchise? Yes. Not the actors, the actual characters. No, Let's no. pluck them out. Because listen, Vin, Vin has been doing this for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Just like wow. he's just basically kind of added Aquaman to. Too yeah. Fast and Furious? And I'm so excited for this. This feels um, but, like it's probably a steamroll is my guess. Yeah, possibly. Tangerine and Lemon. Yeah. One. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, how fun would that be to see the these two train. Yep. They would start as bad guys and obviously. then become, obviously, good guys. We called this, y'all, in the Fast X trailer. John Cena is clearly not a bad guy anymore. No. Of course. He's a good guy. No way. And even Dom was a bad guy. It kind of looks like they're letting him have some personality back. It seems like maybe they let him get some flavor back, yeah, which a, I appreciate. Yeah. What absolute boo-boo. Because Peacemaker- Serious boo-boo. Suicide? Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide this is Squad. Zootopia. Animals, yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm going to move on. Our top moment of 2022 in movies and TV was the Top Gun Maverick test flight. All right, fair enough. Yeah. That, I felt like just a character in the movie watching that happen. Mm-hmm. I was reacting how yeah. everybody else was reacting. I need to read yeah. that. I loved that movie was completely epic. I loved it so Super much. Cool. And then last, but but not least, ooh, I didn't want to say that. I hate how that... Everything Everywhere All at Once is our buy the poster for the year. Yes, this was obviously. the sure, movie obviously. of the year. And Might be my poster for the decade, honestly. I can't think of it's something. There. I had, I remember like, well, after I had seen the movie, Doge texted me about him seeing the movie and I got emotional for him. <laughs> because he was basically just talking about like, hey man, it's just about being kind. Are you I'm different now. like hey, I'm different. <laughs> like when I tried to explain this movie to people, I was like, listen, my my movie watching experience of everything everywhere all at once was hey, this is wild. I don't think I'm going to get it, but boy is this fun. I already found myself like wanting to recommend yeah. it. But then they actually, actually tie all the loose ends. In such yeah. a beautiful way, right at the end. Yep. And it's so simple. It went from being so complicated to so simple that I was like, oh my God, this yep. is one of the greatest movies that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it it took home a statue last night, uh, which might might mean that we end up doing a little epi about it. Please. So I'm going to save a lot of my thoughts about that for hopefully something a little more formal. Or if it didn't win the Oscar for Best Picture, we could start our own shadow Oscars and we could say, you know what? The We're reviewing it because Oscars. it, it hey, won the hunky for best picture. Hey, bud, we, we literally just finished starting our own shadow Oscars. Well, I'm going to do my shadow hunkies then. Oh, okay. All right. Where this I is an under underground community. It's under the underground. It's a subterranean movement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, let's play a bit of Synops Us. Today, sponsored by... Without him knowing, Nick Reganis. I'm sure he'd be willing <laughs> to sponsor Synopsis. Uh, so what I want to do is use some movies that were really popular in our first ever hunkies. If you haven't heard of Synopsis before, I measure the brilliant minds of Jordan and Doge against the actual synopsis on IMDb. They even, it's as if they have their hands tied behind their backs. If they, We're making it more difficult in that they, we have to show their hive mind. They go back and forth. Mm. With yeah. a word each time. I'll usually give them how many names are in the synopsis so they can have a bit of direction there. Uh, but we're going to start with everything, everywhere, all at once. There are, oh, you have to guess first, sorry. How many names do you think are in here? It's going to be names of place, one. names of person. I think one. Zero. Zero is correct. Jordan, you'll start us off. Everything, everywhere, all at once. And it's one sentence. A 
woman. No, incorrect, I suppose. Actually, explicitly correct. Explicitly the correct, movie. yeah. Discovers her connection to the alternate universes. I, w- I was bump set spiking you for multiverse for two words in a row. Mm. Mm. I was, I was, you know, the thing, the movie, versions. the thing, the movies. About. No, I was hoping you would say, I was hoping you'd say versions, alternate versions. <laughs> Discovers the alternate versions. Universe. Discovers the alternate universes. <laughs> surrounding. There it is. Her. Own. While. Attempting to file her taxes. Period. That was good. I, I'm that's, happy yeah, with that. I'm happy with that. That's good. your synopsis us for everything, everywhere, all at once. A woman discovers her connection to the alternate universes surrounding her own while attempting to file her taxes. Hey, I love I'm, that. That might yeah, be that's best. Really good. That might be best that's really good from us. Proud, that's good. proud. I because felt, I have you know to. what? I felt a hand on my back. when I looked and there was one <laughs> set of footprints in the sand and that's it was where, Nick that's carrying where me Nick through us. Oh, uh, because I legally have to. I'll read the actual synopsis on IMDb. A middle-aged Chinese immigrant is swept up into an insane adventure in which she alone can save existence by exploring other universes and connecting with the lives she could have led. Was that Nick? better? Real talk. No, Nick's is longer. Good. He we usually has be better. We longer ones. Be do you want me to read Nick's? Would that be fun? Actually, yes. right I here do. next. Actually, yeah. Yeah. With her laundromat teetering on the brink of failure and her marriage to wimpy husband Waymond on the rocks, overworked Evelyn Wang struggles to cope with everything, including tattered relationships with her judgmental father, Gong Gong, and her daughter, Joy. She must also brace herself for an unpleasant meeting with an impersonal bureaucrat, Deidre, the shabbily dressed IRS auditor. However, as the stern agent loses patience, an inexplicable multiverse rift becomes an eye-opening exploration of parallel realities. Will Evelyn jump down the rabbit hole? How many stars are in the universe? Can weary Evelyn fathom the irresponsible force of possibilities? Sorry, can weary Evelyn fathom the irrepressible force of possibilities, tap into newfound powers, and prevent an evil entity from destroying the thin, countless layers of the unseen world? Wordsmith. Pardon. I just hadn't read irrepressible out loud, but once in my life. So hmm. Not Nick twice. has access to things that I don't. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. Next up. Let's do bullet train. Ooh. How many names in here, my friends? One. Zero. Correct again, Jordan. You want to start us <laughs> off? One sentence. Bullet train. I don't bullet know. Bullet train, by the way, y'all, this was one of the earlier, uh, it's been a bit since we reviewed this movie. If you haven't seen Bullet Train. It owns. This movie owns. Yeah. It was great. It's super good. It was great. It got some pretty bad reviews, which Boo. was so silly. This movie is yeah. silly in the best way. It is bad to the bone it, in the best way. Yeah. 
and it's full of charm. Very charming. Massive yeah. amounts Very of charm. Very charming. Can Very I say charming. it? One of my favorite Brad Pitts. It's yeah. up there. Ladybug up was there. awesome. I haven't thought about that. That's irresponsible to just say right now. I'll just throw it out there. The, but I think after thinking about it, I might land there. The elder from this movie, I think that's his character's name, the elder, the guy with the cane, is in John Wick 4. Mm-hmm. And Donnie Yin. Mm-hmm. Which is... He's in Donnie Yin? He's in- <laughs> Take him to the hospital. <laughs> you, you, you're silly. <laughs> All right, let's synopse us, bullet train. Yeah. Josh, I'm going to let you go first. I went first last time. And assassin with a bucket hat attempts to survive the train. I want to say period so bad. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'd watch that movie if that if somebody was like, "What's it about?" An assassin with a bucket hat tries to survive the train. Sure. Train full of bloodthirsty assassins, and they have. No mercy. Period. I was trying to get you to say assassins without bucket hats. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna try and work in bullet somewhere. I was gonna try and put bullet somewhere in. <laughs> An assassin with a bucket hat attempts to survive the train full of bloodthirsty assassins, and they have no mercy. It's true. They don't. They don't. It's true. The it's actual true. synopsis. The other actual synopsis for Bullet Train. Five assassins aboard a swiftly moving bullet train find out that their missions have something in common. Very That's good. Actually Nick a had very one for good, this too. Concise synopsis. I like that. We probably already read this Nick Reganis. Guarantee we read the Nick Reganis on synopsis. our episode about it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Written by Nick Reganis. Experiencing unprecedented calmness, thanks to newfound spiritual enlightenment, retired assassin, retired assassin Ladybug gets back in the game with a straightforward mission. Snatch an aluminum attache case from a speedy Shinkansen train bound for Kyoto and return it to owner in one piece. Kyoto, sorry. However, there's always a catch to great-sounding deals. As five vicious hitmen vie for the same silver brief- briefcase... Hidden agendas get in the way, and everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Undoubtedly, Ladybug is a bad luck magnet. What awaits him at the end of the line? Nick. Great. Our final synopsis for the day. And as we end today's episode, let's do Top Gun Maverick. How many names? One. Two. One is correct. Three for three. Thought maybe... Goose or rooster or Gooster. Correct name guesses. We got one. Gooster sounds like slang for... That'll be the sequel. Gooch. Gooster. Oh, no. Gooster does sound like somebody's downstairs, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Give me a second, dude. I just got hit in the Gooster. 
Yeah, you ever get really kicked good. in the gooster while you're playing soccer? That sucks. <laughs> you gotta go sit on the bench. When you slip off your bike seat, you have a full belly. <laughs> <laughs> Does you go again? You got that one right. You earned it. Navy fighter. Not the yeah. I was saying not the color, but the club. I was debating between. Never mind. I don't want to give you what I want the next word to be. I was debating between two words. I went with fighter. Pilot. Maverick. Is. Thrust. Back. Into. Action. After. His. Past. Period. Okay. Navy fighter pilot Maverick is thrust back into action after his past. That was a give up. I've seen it. I've seen the look on your face before. <laughs> that was a give up. We can keep going. We can no. undo the period. We no. can backspace. No. We can't can undo out. a period, dude. Can't undo a period. I've been to Top Gun Maverick. Class. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. After 30 years, Maverick is still pushing the envelope as a top naval aviator, but must confront ghosts of his past. Nice. Ghosts of his past. Oh! When he leads Top Gun's elite graduates on a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those chosen to fly it. Now we have Nick Raganis's. Please. Top Gun. Can guarantee we read this one as well. I love that this game. Right now is just an excuse to read more Nick Raganis content. <laughs> Same. Makes me happy. This is the most NPMs we've ever had on an episode, I think. We, we got we more Nicks. <laughs> yes. After more than 30 years of service, military awards, medals, and decorations for extraordinary heroism in combat, distinguished U.S. Navy Captain Pete Mitchell, callsign Maverick, finds himself exactly where he belongs. He seems pushing Pete. the limits. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Pushing the limits as a top test pilot. Come on, Pete. <laughs> Having spent a million you know infinite, up there, Pete. infinite monkeys <laughs> with infinite typewriters in my brain would never have landed on Mitchell as his last <laughs> I name. I don't remember his real name at all. Pete Mitchell. They call him PM because he puts you to sleep. Nice. <laughs> Having spent years avoiding promotion after the events of Top Gun, Maverick must now confront the ugly past and an uncertain future while tasked with training the next generation of elite fighter pilots for a nearly impossible suicide mission. As the veteran naval aviator prepares the brilliant graduates for the top-secret assignment, stretching the rules to the breaking point, Mitchell has to face an equally critical challenge, navigate through an uncomfortable relationship with a hotshot lieutenant holding a grudge. Can Maverick and his top guns perform a miracle, give the enemy hell, and come back home in one piece? I do like when he ends with a question. Yeah, it makes me it makes me want to know the answer. Does Top Gun Maverick? Am I right in remembering that it opens with "Is it won't get fooled again"? Yes, that yeah. is because that's what's playing. That's the score for the test flight a, a, when he's flying the experimental plane. Top five moment in theaters for me is when the scream yep. from "Won't Get Fooled Again" and the thrusters activate at the same time in that opening yep. scene. Yep. I. 
It was one of those moments, sometimes it happens for me where I'm in a movie theater or I've just sat down and hit play on something I've rented on Amazon or whatever. And within the first couple minutes, I'm like, yep. Yeah. I already know. That that was one of those moments that was like the uh, the docking scene in Interstellar mm. when you have to match the rotation uh, just to dock the ship back on the, the orbiting piece of the ship where it was just like, I'm watching… A, a machine do something. I'm watching machines do cool things. Like this is the equivalent of me as a kid watching a tractor, watching like a, a backhoe or something. Totally. But I'm getting emotional in the movie theater. Like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen See, in my life. That was no. me. That was me during the the three minute like trench run scene. Yeah. Yeah. The actual yeah. one or when he, he did it imaginary? Well, when he proved to them yeah. that yeah, it, the could imagine, it could be done. Yeah. When they were yeah. like, no, he's really out there. Sorry. It's not true, sure, but he's actual. not like actually flying the yeah, mission. Yeah, yeah. He's right. not on his actually flying the yes, mission. But it's the yeah. part where they're like, wait a minute, wait, somebody's out there right now. And it's him. Yes. Oh, dude, I just yes. got chills imagining it. It's just it right full now. of tropes, but it still did it so well. Like the best you've right? ever seen it done. It's so Phenomenal. good. Do you know why so, though? Because it's real pilots and real planes pulling real G's. And I think you can tell. Do you look this up every time? Tell. 100% think you can tell. No, I, I just no, think it's you can. It's in his memory. I just think you can tell. I'm always, every day of my life, I'm looking. Are there any, but is there any real pilots around me pulling real G's in real planes? And there's usually not. The worst part is there's when you get real ever. pilots pulling fake G's in real planes or fake pilots pulling real G's in fake planes. They're just like, whoa, it's so fast. <laughs> to end like, episode. <laughs> um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> no, no, that's fake G's. And you know what? You can tell. You can tell. To end today's episode. The word of the day was G's. <laughs> it was lemonade. I didn't want, we didn't have time. I don't want to put y'all through that. You're welcome. Good thing we didn't To end today's Beyonce. episode, I'd love to have your name and give me a worse name. Try and be worse. Give me a worse name for Maverick than Pete Mitchell. Ooh. Worse name. <laughs> I'm Carter and worse name for Maverick than Pete Mitchell. Renee Williams. Yeah. It's pretty tough. Is he French? See. Si. Uh, we. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> da. Da. I'm Doge, and I think a bad real name for Maverick would be George R.R.R. Martin, because mostly it's already taken. We could say that the third R stands for R plane, but still bad. Um... I'm Jordan. You know what's funny is that Tom Cruise's name is better. It's so a Dominic Toretto thing, right? Name. Like Vin Diesel is a better name for that character. It's such than Dominic a Toretto. better name. It's literally dude. Diesel, dude. It's literally what makes yeah. the car go. I'm going to go with his real name is Mark Sinclair. So, like, that's not even like his, he wasn't born and his mom was like, Vin. Diesel. <laughs> it's already fake. It's already fake. I'm going to go with <laughs> Keith Brigglesby. Keith the Brigglesby. Yeah. <laughs> Keith Maverick Brigglesby. <laughs>
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 